As we discover together, as we uncover many aspects of law of attraction, spiritualism, and science. To see all possibilities, to see the wonder, and to see the magic that makes up all that is you, me, us, love. Along the way, we can attract wisdom. I'm delighted you're here with me exploring. The journey's always better with friends. Hi, friends. Thanks for joining me again. In case you didn't hear the prior podcast, let me catch you up. You are energy. You are eternal, and you've had many experiences. Yep, energy can't be destroyed nor created, meaning our creator, source, created all there is all that is you and me, everything we see, everything we uncover is created by source. We are actually a limitless being of pure positive love and acceptance. That's because your energy is actually a frequency of love, the most powerful energy. What? You don't feel like a limitless being, a pure positive love and acceptance? Well, that's okay. We all have limiting beliefs that kind of hold us back as we ascend. No worries. That's why we are here together. You came here to experience fear. What? I know. It almost seems counterintuitive. But you did because in the non-physical realm, there is no fear. We came here to expand, grow, feel contrast, and discover or remember who we truly are. I hope that brings you a bit of wonder and magic. And, uh, you know, if these are new concepts to you, that's okay. That's okay. We'll ease into it. Not a big deal. But you can kind of think about it in the background. All right. So, Using the quantum healing hypnosis hypnosis technique created by Dolores Cannon has been such a wonderful experience for me. It really has. And I'm really grateful that uh, she was inspired to teach what she had uncovered while she was here. We access part of ourselves that exists, but we're not aware of. Like, Most people don't remember past lives, and that's okay. However, you know what's interesting to me? I had studied psychology, and we had to learn many, many theories. And one of them was from Carl Jung. I remember reading about the collective consciousness and thought it was a really radical idea. And I wasn't sure if I believed it or not, but he had like a lot of other theories that I liked. And I kind of just put the collective consciousness aside. And I looked it up because I wanted to define it for you, not just like what I perceive the collective consciousness. And this is what it says. It says it's a fundamental social sociological concept that refers to a set of shared beliefs, ideas, attitudes, and knowledge that are common to a social group. So for me, that kind of means the collective consciousness is all of our ideas around society and culture and beliefs and social norms and, you know, those unspoken rules, the behavior, the expectations of society. But, you know, sometimes I like to look at it not just like your family social norms, then you have your schools, right? And your town and your city and your state, and then your country, and then even so much as global, global social norms, right? And every time I look at our physical reality, I kind of see it mirror, mirrored in the spiritual realm. Um, 
And if we, if I can just get you to possibly see that just like in our little society, our little space, there are many layers. There are many layers everywhere, whether we see them or not. Okay. All right. So on a spiritual level, we are multidimensional, meaning um, you are just more than who you are at this moment. And for me to understand multidimensional, I studied fractals and it really kind of helped me see it mathematically. And it also helped me see it as um, visually because to know that you're multidimensional, like, I mean, yeah, sure, I'm telling you, but if you don't feel it, I mean, it's just a story or a theory or a concept. But let's go with the idea that you're like, yep, I'm multidimensional. Okay. We came here to earth to feel and we formed the collective consciousness of earth. We all created this. We're all part of it. We experience self. For example, I'm experiencing Isabel right now. And as I grow and expand my beliefs, the ability to perceive the collective consciousness as layers that exist, that are interconnected and interconnected is a process. Letting go of my ego or persona of Isabel is a process and I have gained greater understanding that I am much more than Isabel. But how could I not, right? By you exploring past life regressions with me and with my clients, meeting their higher selves have has really opened up a door of wonder and magic. And talking to many higher selves, they are just so loving and they're always assisting us and they're always helping you on this journey here that you came here to explore. And you actually set some trajectory, like you chose your parents, your siblings, to explore um, what you came here to explore. And everyone came here kind of to explore something different and that's unique to you. And I'm very blessed being a facilitator and guide as uh, we come to explore many people's lives, you know? Okay. So now I'm going to get into um, the podcast. It's really a continuation from the last podcast. It's the same session. We met the pilot and we heard the wonder of flying and even him pushing past his fear to fly again. Then we connected with the higher self and we were left off with words of wisdom. What you dream is possible, but you convince yourself it is not possible. What a wonderful reminder to us all that anything is possible. And if you need a little science to back up this idea that anything is, that everything is possible, did you know particles can be in multiple states at the same time. And all we can do is predict the prob- probability ar- around those particles. And I am using the words particles kind of loosely because really we live in fields of energy. I'm not going to go into fields of energy. I'm just going to let all of these ideas kind of like absorb in you. You know, I did drop a few concepts and ideas. 
So let that kind of resonate within you and absorb and let's get back into the session. We went into another life of Casey. We met him as the pilot and I can't wait for you to hear the next life. Okay, so let's listen in. See, I'm in a palace. I'm in a, a beautiful... It must be like a Chinese palace. Wow. wow. And I and I'm uh, I'm no I'm not royalty. I'm a uh-huh. I'm a um, I'm a servant girl. Oh, that's so nice, a servant girl. And um, I'm um, I'm a servant to a to a to an empress. Oh wow, an empress. Yeah. <gasps> That's wild. And um, are you young? Are you old? I'm young. You are um, young. Okay. Um, I think I'm, I can't be more than 14 or 15. Wow. And do you like the Empress? Yes. She's very kind to us. She, she, gives, she, gives us, um, she gives us food to eat. And she talks to us. And, She's very kind. Uh, and now, is the Empress young or old? She's young. She's not as young as me, but she's mm. she must be no more than she must be no more than thirty. Mm. Wow. And now, is the Empress? She's not married, is she? She's not. Wow. Not right now. Yeah. Very nice. So what did you think? A young servant girl and her perspective of the empress is so sweet. And what is so interesting in this work, when we time travel, it's really from that moment or perspective of that life, you know, like we really entered the life of the servant girl and where she was in her book of life in development, you know, and, um, and, and pay attention because you'll see her perspective changes as we move her through this life. Okay, let's drop in. I'm now a, I, 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 I'm testing, I eat, I eat the food for the empress. Ah, to make sure it's not poison. To make sure it's not poison. (laughs) Yes, that's, that's part of the job that, but I, I don't mind because so far nothing's been poisoned. <laughs> and you get to eat wonderful food. <laughs> exactly. I love to eat food. It's a, it's a food. Growing up, um, I, I grew up always as a servant. So yeah. Um, normally we don't, I eat very, very simply, but mm-hmm. I just normally eat rice and, but, but as as a servant, sometimes sometimes the empress gives me gives me exotic foods and spices, and Aww. and I get to eat um, when I'm when I'm testing the food. I get to eat some of the the most delicious food I've, I've wow. ever tasted. That's and I love wonderful. Oh, and do you have a best friend working with you, serving the empress? I have I have a few um, of the other servant girls that that we. Um, that I get along with. That's nice. Aww. Aww. The servant girl gets to eat the best foods that are exotic and delicious. Because she was always a servant girl. I thought that was interesting, right? And she had simple foods. And doesn't it seem like she's really enjoying this part of her life? All right. I move her again in time. Let's see where she is. I'm listening. To the Empress, and she's she's angry. She's she's not really the same person that I knew from when I was younger. Yeah, she's um she's become very paranoid. Mm. She's very. There are other people that have claims to her. Mm. to her throne yeah and she's 
when she was younger, she was more carefree, and now she's more, yeah, paranoid, and, and yeah, and she's kind of feels very burdened with the w- with the weight of what it takes to to rule the empire and all the decisions that she's making, and she's second guessing herself, and mm. and um, I can I can feel her pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can see it in her face, huh? Yeah, and her demeanor. And when when she feels like this, she doesn't. She's not as kind as she used to be. She's she's become. She used to be so warm, and mm. she used to be so happy to sneak food to me. But mm. now, but now she's cold, and oh. distant, and yeah. The pressure of the throne is getting to her. And did she marry? She did. She did. She did marry. And is her husband nice? Um, he's he's not very nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's um, he's there's no love in in this, in this relationship. Yeah, no. it was a contract. It was a contract. It was a political marriage. Yeah. Oh, so she didn't even experience love. No. Well, that's not true. Ah, she did. She had a lover. She still has a lover. (gasps) All right. Good. I'm so happy to hear the Empress has a lover. (laughs) Yes. And she hides it from her husband, I'm sure. Yes. Yes. I'm sure. Well, does the husband have a lover? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I'm not as close to... Yeah. But I, I sometimes, I sometimes catch the emperor sneaking out, mm-hmm. and um, when she does that, she feels young. She feels happy. That's yeah. she feels like what she was when she was younger. Yeah. Aww, that's so nice. She gets a break from that whole hoopla, you know, that she can sneak off and be with her lover and be a young, be a woman. That's she. She seems like very natural when she's like that. Yeah. But it, no matter how many times she she does it, she always comes back, and reality sinks in for her. Yeah, I'm sure. Ah, uh, the trials and tribulations of being an empress. Paranoid claims to the throne. The pressure is getting to our empress. But I just love the fact that she had a lover. Good for her, you know. She got to experience love. I'm glad. I mean, she had a loveless marriage, but, you know. Okay, so I move her forward, and let's listen in. I'm in a, a forest, or a jungle almost. Or, mm. And um, I'm out. Um, they, 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 take, they let us out of the palace in a couple of... Um, couple of uh, us are out foraging for for uh, different fruits. Wow, that's nice. But but I uh, I hear a, uh, a a loud a loud sound and uh, there's a there's an animal. Mm. That, that that frightens me, mm-hmm. and it's I see this beautiful tiger, mm. but it's frightening. Yeah, and I don't know what to do. I I freeze. Sure, and uh, it, it it attacks me. Oh, it did. It does, and I, I just. It didn't kill me. Okay. But it it, it, it mauled, hurt you. It mauled me very Aww. badly. Oh. Okay. All right. I have broken bones and very cut up and very. Oh. Looking for fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it was the first time I ever got to see an animal like this, but and it it was terrifying. Yeah. Wow. 
Beautiful and powerful, right? Yeah. Wow. Mauled by a tiger. I didn't see that coming. Did you? Okay. Let's find out what happens to her after the attack. Let's listen in. I'm out of the palace now. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm on the streets. I'm homeless now. Oh. I, uh, and I'm, I'm feeling very helpless. Oh. And I feel alone. Yeah. Did you leave the palace because you were injured? I was crippled and I wasn't able to f- to serve to serve the empress. Yeah. And I had no place in there anymore. Yeah. So they they, they just threw go. me out onto the streets and I I barely can move. I barely can fend for myself and uh wow. I'm a, I, it's hard for me to get by even right now. It's Sure. I can just feel myself withering away. Mm. Um, okay. Okay. I know what you're thinking. The servant girl got badly injured and how tragic. But here's the thing to keep in mind. It was not done to her. It was done for her. I know. It seems odd. Isabel. Are you saying that the servant girl had to be attacked by a tiger? I am. Now, hang tight. You will find out why. Let's listen in. And when I ask her to look back on that life, the purpose of that life from the perspective of the servant girl, it's going to give you some insight. I learned that sometimes you're made the happy something that makes you the happiest sometimes is making other people happy Mm. and having a sense of purpose and a sense of being part of something greater than you. Mm. And yeah, that's a beautiful purpose. That's a beautiful life lesson. Oh, and, and, and then the need to, to, to work to it keeps you keeps you going yeah 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 doing something with your life and when when I lost that ability I kind of lost the will to carry on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you kind of got lost after that illness of that crippling yeah and you couldn't find a new purpose uh, and I've, it was really sad that everyone kind of turned their backs on me. Yeah. I know I was just a servant girl and I probably shouldn't have, maybe I shouldn't have expected that, uh, maybe I shouldn't have expected people to care more, but I know I, I really did feel part of something. And as soon as my phys- my worth, my help, my, my ability to help went away, so did their their caring about me. So, yeah, that is interesting. I think it was part of um, that time and place of that yeah. society. You yeah. Know? Um, I think we've evolved from that. That every being, whether they're fully whole or not has a right to live and have a purpose yeah yeah and you know i mean if you look even at the empress that you served she was also being used you know and if she didn't serve a purpose i'm sure they would take her out (laughs) (laughs) and she's the empress for crying out loud Yeah, it's funny. It's funny what we do, you know. It is curious. I know it didn't bode well for the servant girl after the attack of the tiger. She lost her purpose, and we can all relate to that. But please keep in mind, 
When I ask the entity what their purpose is, it's not always the same when I ask the higher self. That's because the higher self sees the big picture and the entities are in that moment. It's almost like a snapshot of a character development. Okay, we're going to jump ahead and I've brought in Casey's higher self and I'm just chit-chatting and you might hear me call the higher self the subconscious a few times in the session. That's because the subconscious was a term that Dolores Cannon had given the inner self or your higher self or your oversoul. It's all the same thing. Your higher self is always with you along with millions of other guides. You are never alone, my friends. At times you may feel very much alone, but that's just an illusion. And I hope after you hear a few of these podcasts, it will feel more true to you. Okay. One of the things that you can do right now is start noticing signs that are given to you by your own higher self. Signs are a form of communication between you and your higher self. Yes, that means you, you who is listening to this, your higher self is sending you signs. Sometimes we don't see them, or we don't understand the meanings, or we discount them, or we talk ourselves out of it. But when you are in the state of being, that means being in the moment, you can see more signs, and they're everywhere, and they're often very subtle. And so this part of the conversation with Casey's higher self, I think it's really cool, Because I asked the higher self, is Casey seeing the signs? Let's listen in. So Casey seems very open to me, by the way. And uh, does he, does he hear you? Is he connected to you? In some ways, yes. In some ways, no. Yeah. It's, does he see signs yet? He sees some, he doesn't see them all. Mm-hmm. He's just started to. Ah, he just started to. And so we can tell him because we're recording this. So he's going to listen to this ba- um, back and reinforce this connection with you, by the way, because it's a wonderful tool to do. Um, can you give him an example of some of the signs that you sent to him that you were trying to connect that he might have discounted? There there was a time where he was, it was very simple. And sometimes Mm -hmm. the signs are sent in the most subtle of ways. Yes. But there was a time where he was, he was walking um, on a hike. Mm -hmm. He was was going on a hike with, with his dog and he heard, he heard the bird singing. Mm. He heard, and it was a very peaceful and he heard the the rumbling of a brook and he heard the singing of the birds and he just felt so much at peace and became inspired and, mm. and wrote a song mm. and right right there and it was it was a good song mm-hmm. and it was it was a sign that you you can explore the creative sides of yourself mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, you know, in this, um, in, in our time period right now, we really are focused on the left brain a lot here. You know, we're taught to read and write and math and be serious. And, and the creativity side is kind of like squashed a little bit here. He's afraid of of what people will think. Mm. But really, who cares what people think, right? I, <laughs> I He does. <laughs> I, it's true. It's true. Yeah. I mean, that's just the ego. I mean, we love our ego because our egos kept us safe in physical reality. But really, who cares what people think? Right. Either they'll resonate with it or they won't, right? Right. And his... His message and his voice and creativity is unique to him. 
and his, you know, and his words can be very powerful or can evoke another image in somebody's mind and can be inspiration for somebody else. He needs to understand that. Yeah, yeah. As you can see, being creative in this life for Casey is important to his soul. We can circle back to discussing seeing signs. Um, His higher self asks me to help Casey see the signs. Help him help him realize the signs. I think you see the signs. Oh, yes. I see the signs. Yes. Teach him to look for them. Yeah, the signs, um, Casey, it's... um, So our subconscious or our our inner self or source, there's, you know, so it's all the same. But the signs can be like repeating numbers. It could be repeating words. It could be the cardinal that flies near you. It could be um, a spider on the wall to help you remember to be creative. There are many symbols they like to use and many ways to communicate. It could be a repeated song on the radio. And when you turn into these synchronicities, your subconscious loves to communicate with you. They really have your highest regard, your, you know, the highest good for you. And we're not taught to recognize those signs. But when you are at peace and calm, when you were hiking with your dog, you were in that frequency. You were in a state of being. You were just allowing. You were in that moment. And that's what your subconscious wants you to be in, to be more of those moments. Because, Casey, as we were having dinner today, you sense there is so much more going on. (laughs) It's vast. And there's many layers. There's many, 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 many layers. And now that you've opened up this door and, and, and now your subconscious knows that they can connect with you, you know. That's all they really want to do is just connect with you, right? Yes. Yes, and Thank help. You. I hope that segment helped you think about the signs that you receive or at least open your heart to seeing the signs all around you. All right. We're going to get back into the conversation with Casey's higher self. How inspiration can be very subtle how inspiration can be powerful, how inspiration, um, how you discount it, how you don't follow through, how you how the signs are given, but you don't see them, mm. or yes. how they, the subconscious is always, always there for you, and you're never alone. It's, it's something... That was always there, but mm-hmm. was never looked at. Mm-hmm. That was never, or it was noticed, little glimpses. But now that that he, he knows it's there, mm-hmm. so it's going to change everything. Yes, it changed everything when I, in, I'm in touch with my subconscious, you know, and uh, and I speak to the non-physical all the time because I can channel, but. Um, I think the greatest thing for me is knowing I'm never alone. Right. That that is something that that I worry about, mm-hmm. or he worries about. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that that just that mm-hmm. is such a strength mm-hmm. for for him to to realize. Yeah, because I wish the pilot knew that. Yeah. You know? And, and, <clears throat> and the servant and girl. And the servant girl didn't realize this, but 
you know, we know we create our own reality through our frequency and vibration. And, and I, you know, I mean, the servant girl was in that time and period. Um, but she didn't realize that that lion, that tiger actually was for her. Yes. Yeah. The tiger was a, was a sign. Was a sign for her. Yes. Yes. That's why I put it there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny because you think like, oh, really? I had to get mauled by a tiger? <laughs> But that's just, that's just, you know. But that was just one form of communication. That's just one form. Yep. And she needed a drastic form. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure you gave her many signs before that. It was, it was amazing. It was, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, now that I do this work, um, I have to say, I am always, I, I try to tell my friends, I'm like, you, you, you really should listen to your subconscious because <laughs> they will find a way <laughs> and it could be a train hitting you. <laughs> Candy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's always for the highest good. That's what they don't realize. Right. It, you know, it's, it's out of love. It's not. It's not to hurt you. It's it's to get your attention. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, you're not on the path. <laughs> mm. <laughs> We're saying over here. <laughs> How cool was that when he said, that's why I put it there regarding the tiger. It was one form of communication. It was amazing. It was brilliant. And I just want to share with you, in that moment when um, he's saying that, I felt like I was seeing the director's cut of somebody's movie, you know, why the character encountered a tiger. It could have been anything, but it was a tiger of beauty and power. And so what's in your reality is really for your highest good. Even the tiger to get your attention so when you think back on your own life, was there a tiger sent to you? Did something happen to you that changed the course of your life? Did you wonder why me? But now can you see that it was for you? No? Yes? How about a glimmer that it was for you? I hope so. Okay, the next part is how powerful words are and how powerful they are used to evoke energy because all thoughts are in the field. Let's listen in. Words are powerful and they have their own frequency. Yes. And um, when you have, I mean, yes, a word can represent any symbol. It's a, it's, it's a symbol, right? But if you believe the word love represents love, then that frequency of that evoking that word evokes an energy. Yes. And we're all energy. Yes. And our words and our thoughts are energy. And, um, a lot of people don't understand, like, you know, um, there's this uh, law of attraction movement going on here and people are like, oh, you just need to think positive. Well, that's one aspect of it, but, um, you also have to pay, you pay attention to your thoughts because no thought is private. All thoughts are in the field. Yes, they're happening. They're part of, they're part of it. They're part of it. And, and your subconscious hears all of your thoughts instantaneously. Right. And and knows exactly what's going on with you. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes thoughts and feelings when when I write, I try to I try to get, feel a, a feeling or a thought mm -hmm. or an experience that mm -hmm. feels very universal to me and and express that through vibration, through song, mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. Yeah. Their words. Their right. Own, yeah. To put it all together. And some, sometimes that those are the things I'm the most proud of. Yeah. And that is something to be really proud of because, you know, um, 
the pilot was afraid to feel it, mm. that the, the pilot had a lot of feelings okay. and um, feelings are like water. They come and go. They, they, they don't have to stick to you. You can feeling a, you can feel a feeling and let it go. And a song can be heard and evoke an emotion and then it's gone. Right. It all, it all just flows. It all just flows. Yeah. So, all right. We'll have to get Casey to push past his fear a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting there. This is, this will help. This yeah. Will help. This will help. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. I hope you found that insightful and interesting. When I do a session with the higher self, I do ask for a body scan to heal anything that can be healed if it's for the person's highest good. Are you thinking, how can an illness be for my highest good? Ah, because my friends, not only is your body magnificent and allows you to explore this physical reality, it is also your messenger. And we even end up talking about Casey's back issues. Let's listen in. It's strange because in times like this, you don't, you don't appreciate your good health. You only appreciate mm-hmm. health when you're not feeling well. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also your body is your messenger. Yeah. So any ailment that you do have in your body, it's it means something. Yeah. Because it's usually stuck energy and fear. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, I think I think we are beginning to understand that. Um, Louise Hayes did a really nice job explaining that in her book. But uh, I think too often we we want a pill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not ask why. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, in fact, Casey and I, we were talking about that. He's like, what's back issues? And I'm like, well, either you're stiff with your rigid ideas or you're holding yourself back. <laughs> that's that's him holding himself back. Yeah. He, the, only, the only thing that he ever feels is back back pain sometimes. Ah, because he holds himself back. Because he holds himself back. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he has potential. He has a lot of potential. Yes, yes. And I think he should explore it in this life, huh? He should. Yeah, why not? Come on, Casey. <laughs> you don't want to get mauled by a, a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> He's done that. He's already done that. You've already done that, Casey. All right. <laughs> Isn't that interesting how Casey has back issues because he's holding himself back? This is what I would like to share. If you're experiencing any pain in the body, take a look at it and ask yourself why. It is not random. There's a message there for you. A couple of good books to take a look at if you want to dive into further around your body messages is one of them is your body believes every word you say. And that is written by Barbara Hoberman Levine. Again, the title is your body believes every word you say. Another one that I found very interesting is everything you need to know to feel good. And it's got like G-O parentheses O-D, sort of like, you know, good God. Um, that is by Candace Pert. I really like this one too. It goes into a deep dive in how our cells hold our emotions. And it kind of gets sciencey, which I love. Um, and science is just a study of nature, but she talks about these tiny peptides and protein molecules known as endorphins and opiate receptors. Very cool. Very cool. But it, um, it just 
the, your body believes every word you say. You'll kind of like that because it will it'll talk about like your thoughts and how it shows up in your body. Um, it's pretty simple to read. And then if you want like a deep dive, you know, Candace Pert. It's up to you. And uh, let's pop back into the conversation. I think a lot of people don't realize that we really are guided by many, many on the other side. Yes. Yeah. But very, very few really understand and, and a lot can benefit. I think a lot could benefit. And I think um, talking to different subconscious, um, coming through different beings um, will show a big overview it's not just one person saying yes. this. It's many. Yes. Many, many. More, more than you could ever comprehend. It's, yes. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, um, it was just recent in our, in our time that we have started to map the universe and, you know, the concept of multiple universes just, <laughs> you know, of, yes. they have no idea that there's multiple universes and dimensions and infinite, <laughs> infinite, infinite, infinite you know, they have no idea how many layers, you know, um, my subconscious was working with me on understanding um, multi-dimensions and interstellar and energy and how it disseminates and how my energy really goes through many, many, many layers. It's not just this world. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, really? <laughs> you, it's, it goes so, so far. So, yeah. So far. Yeah. So I'm like, well, all right. I love the fact that my love goes far and wide. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Casey does too. So. Yeah. Yeah. So he appreciates it. That's great. That's great. Well, I appreciate too. And then if you can just, um, only to make it easier for us to, uh, differentiate between the different subconscious, if you could give us a name that you would like to be called, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be like a human name or anything like that. It could, whatever, whatever you guys decide. Ashalam. Ashalam. Okay. That's great. Ashalam. Well, Ashalam, thank you so much for coming and being with us tonight. We really appreciate it. And I look forward to the future conversations we may have together on this journey. And uh, we'll help Casey. <laughs> thank you for opening the door. Oh, I'm very happy to open up the door. I hope to open many, many, many doors. <laughs> and with your help, we'll Life. open up many doors for our listeners that I can't physically get to. <laughs> this is the most exciting time for him because the journey is just beginning. And, yes. And, and the good thing is that any, anybody, anybody could feel the same thing. There's so many people that have so much potential to tap into. Yes, yes. And they limit themselves. Yes. They limit themselves and they remain small. I under, listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I understand because I do it to myself. <laughs> so, I, you know, I'm the student and the teacher all at once. <laughs> you know, I, I, I can really relate to, um, keeping, keeping yourself small and safe. I, I, I really understand the struggle. Yes. I really do. I, and, and it's, you know, I mean, we're, we're joking around and we're being light about it, but it's scary. It is. It it's, really, it really is scary. It is. And, um, but talking to so many, um, subconscious Ashlam, it makes me see the wonder and how prevalent it is and how powerful it is. And that, I really do have a safety net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I can't see the safety net, yeah. I know it's there. <laughs> yes. And that's what they talk about faith, you know, yeah. have faith. It's, but it's hard to have faith when you're scared. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, it's it's a struggle. But it's it's that one unbreakable part of yourself that can ever can ever be you know, no matter what happens, it's always there. Always there. And I think 
that, knowing that, like really knowing that gives the experience of here and now so much freedom. Yes. It yeah. really sets you free. That's the safety net. Uh, once once you, you realize that... Nothing can harm me. Yes, exactly. That I am really being taken care of by so many. Yes. So many. And they're showing me my way. And they just want me to take a step. Mm. Just one step. You know? And I was telling Casey, I said, uh, one of the things that I tend to do is I go too many steps ahead, you know? Mm. And I know that takes away the magic because mm. now I'm trying to define it and control it and all of that. Um, but I know that I, if I just take, just focus on the first step, one step at a time, they'll, they'll lead me. They'll lead me to where I need to go. And besides, I think that, um, our subconscious ashlam really know our, our truest desires. Yes. And it's, and it may not be society's desires of the, you know, the materialistic things or a successful job or all of that. It can be way, way more grand. Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Larger than, than anyone could imagine. Yes. Yes. They think a rock star is the, right. <laughs> the, no. the grand thing. <laughs> it's hard. Sometimes, sometimes language is hard. It, is mm-hmm. uh, is limiting in describing those sort of things. Yes, 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 I know. And we only have, um, well, in this venue, we'll only have words and we'll yeah. have to describe it with words. But when you're connected with your um, your inner self, you can see images yes. and you can feel the feelings. Yes. And um, And let me tell you, the feelings are powerful powerful and joy and mm. intense joy yeah and uh it's it's going to be really exciting on a time on earth when more people are connected with their inner selves it's, it's yeah. a great time it's a great time it's it's such an exciting time yes. <laughs> yeah yeah it's fun it's fun and um and the momentum of love, that's mm. that's going to be really exciting to awaken people, you know, that there's way much more going on. <laughs> and, and the fact that there are so many people that are, are, are not awoken yet, it's just, just that much more exciting, just that much yeah. more potential, that yeah. much more room to grow. And that's the best. Yeah. For, speaking for myself, mm. that, that is the thing that I look the most forward to or yeah yeah exactly what I enjoy the most yeah is that part of the process yeah yeah and I think Casey's going to be part of that yeah hope so yeah Casey's going to be part of that it's beginning it's beginning he's got the door open (laughs) then he's going to be like what books do you read is about (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah expanding the thoughts and the mind yeah it is fun it is it is really fun and i love it when people make the connection i love the wonder i can understand the pilot flying to be free you know that wonder of the sky yeah that's wonderful well Thank you again, Ashlam. Um, and we'll talk soon, probably in November. We'll, we'll get together again. Thank you. All right. I hope you enjoyed meeting Ashlam. Um, I love him so much. I looked up the name to see if it had a meaning. And guess what Ashlam means? It means safer and freer. And um, you don't know Casey, but it's perfect. It's totally perfect for him. I want to thank Ashlam 
for all of his words of wisdom and a great conversation. I'm hoping you are seeing the wonder like I am. There's so much more going on than what you see, my friends. And to know you are never alone. Now, I'm going to wake up Casey and I'm just going to share with you when Casey comes out of the session and his reaction. I think you're going to get a kick out of it. Wow. <laughs> oh my. This is weird. <laughs> I, I feel like heavy right now. Is that, yeah. is that a weird? Yeah, does, you does were that, deep. Yeah. Does that? Oh my God. Uh, like, just lay back. Oh just God. lay back. Give it's, yourself some time. It's, it's strange to be like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like, I like, I feel heavy kind of. It's yeah. like, I'm like in a, yeah. my, I feel deep. like I'm very aware of my body, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow. Oh my, yeah. I don't even. Do you remember anything? Yes. And no? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of remember. I remember. I remember visions of the. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. It's. But it's different. Of course. It's different than like. It's a download. When I was. Yes, it's a download. Exactly. It's like. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I was there in places. It uh-huh. was. Oh, you no, were flying. I was flying. You were flying. And it was the the feeling of flying. It was yeah. It was the the emotions, everything I was feeling about yeah, it. Yeah, the pilot. Oh my gosh, <laughs> brother Winston. Yeah, and I had a I had a large family. I had a brother I was really close to. I mm-hmm. I had it was different. I was very more reserved than I am. Yeah, and um. In this yeah. case, yeah. yeah, it was. I was very, yeah, and like, it was a reserved. recent life because it was Pan Am. Yes, it was a very recent life. I think. I think I it think, was the one before this one. Yes, maybe or very, maybe I don't know. I, yeah, it was a recent <laughs> life. Yeah, and um, let's see. He was in World War II. I'm pretty sure he was in World War II. That's the impression I got. And. Um, then he had the house, so that would have been the 50s. And then he was a steel worker, and that yeah. was the 60s. And then I think he became a pilot in the 70s. Yeah. Later in life. Because yeah. he felt he was alone. He was, remember, he went to that, I don't know, the mountains or something? That, or? Yeah, that was that was the, something that he did for himself, because his entire life he was like kind of worried about his family and stuff. And I think that... It's when you talk about it, I, I can go right back into it because I remember. Yeah. But like, I, I I remember that he like kind of put off like he was always kind of doing things for like his family, and, yeah. he, and he was always talking himself out of doing things. And then the 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 thing I got from that is he was the happiest when he kind of branched out and did those mm-hmm. things, you know. And he wished he had made more friends. Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> that was sad. <laughs> That was, and I cried a little bit when yeah. his son was holding his hand. That was that was sad. At the hospital. Yeah. But then he transitioned. Yeah. Yeah. That was. That was. Oh. And he wanted to take more risks. He you're gonna to. You're, you're gonna listen back to it, and you're gonna hear his words of wisdom. I don't even. I don't even. Yeah. Well, you were deep. Yeah. Then I. Then there was another one too, right? You had another yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. Servant girl. To the oh, emperor. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's I remember. I remember that. Now. Yeah. You were a servant girl, and she was attacked by a tiger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your subconscious, which is Ashlam, I asked. What? Ashlam is your subconscious. I asked for a name. That, that, I don't remember that. Yeah. It's weird that I don't remember that. Well, you do you? Are you not supposed to remember all? Most of people don't remember their subconscious. But but I remember the lies. You will remember the lies, but not the subconscious. Wow. Yeah. You'll hear your subconscious talk to you. I'll hear my subconscious talk to me? Yes. Yes. Oh. Thank you so much for spending time with me. Thank you, Kyla, my guru, for putting this podcast together. You can find Kyla's information 
on my website, attractingwisdom.com. It's www.attractingwisdom, one word.com. And it's under gems and threads. The next podcast, we are going to meet my friend Nikki and her higher self. And don't you worry, we will again visit with Casey and Ashlam again. I did another two sessions and there's some really cool moments. Uh, Until next time, I hope you see the wonder out there, friends, and feel your connection with your higher self. Do you feel the magic yet? Bye. If you're inspired to reach out, or know somebody who is an expert in the subject matter we discussed today, please let us know. You can reach us at attractingwisdom at gmail.com or find us on Facebook under Attracting Wisdom and shoot us a message over there. Attractingwisdom.com is where we'll gather our information. Until next time, friends, explore away.